This podcast contains adult language and a lot of fucking spoilers. If you listen on, eh, you made your own bed. Welcome to our second episode of this month of the Zamboni Wrestling Podcasts. Featuring... Mr. Toby Smash. And featuring... Oh. Oh, wait, he's not here. But featuring... The Mark of Zoridar. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, yeah, sadly, uh, Miss Nick Bartlett is not with us today um, due to uh, medical issues. Uh, we're not going to go into it or anything. Gonorrhea. Um, but we do <laughs> wish you a very speedy recovery, Nick, and hopefully he'll be back with us when we do our next set of shows. Still wowed by Fastlane, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. We've just uh, done an extensive review of that particular pay-per-view, which was uploaded at the same time as this show, so make sure to check that out. Um but yeah, it has been a wild few days in the old uh, wrestling industry, hasn't it? In fact, the whole you could say the whole industry has been turned on its head in the last three weeks or so. Yeah, an absolute shit ton of stuff has happened, and we're effectively just going to list through it. <coughs> so, just uh, leading on from a few points that were raised uh, in our last show when we were just you know, when we did the elimination chamber review and chatting the breeze about what's been going on. Um, at one point, I referred to Heath Slater as Heath Ledger. Oh, yes. Uh, apologies for that, although it would be awesome to see an angle with Heath Ledger, um, the Dark Knight Joker, in the WWE ring. Oh, that would be fucking Not cool. Not just Rey Mysterio in bad cosplay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also talked about um, the people who were released uh, when we talked about TJP, Ty Dillinger, and Hideo Itami. And I also brought up the fact that Arn Anderson left. Now, Arn Anderson wasn't just released, he was full-on fired. Oh, really? Yeah, and the reason for that was because at a live event, Alicia Fox turned up under the influence of alcohol, and he let her wrestle anyway. Fuck a duck. Yeah, Lord knows what either of them were thinking in that scenario. Holy shit. What she was thinking turning up to work under the influence and him thinking it was a good idea to let her get in the ring, I honestly don't Which know. fucking event? Like a live event or an actual yeah, not televised? A no, okay, was, I was going to say, I mean, she always did come across a little bit drunk, but... <clears throat> now, apparently, they offered to send her to rehab. But did she say no, no, no? She did. Ah. You were just joking there, weren't you? Yes. Yeah, well, no, yeah, she did, indeed. Decide decline the offer to be sent to rehab. Instead, she uh, didn't address the situation in any way, shape, or form. She just decided to post some picture on Instagram with some stupid quote about resilience, and that was it. Yeah. Now, she's not been on TV in weeks. Good. Um, and now this has happened. Uh, I don't think uh, Alicia's tenure at the company is going to last much longer, do you? If they decide to do their spring cleaning after Mania, can you see it being, we wish uh, the best future endeavours to Alicia Fox? It would be a happy day for me to see her future endeavoured. Do you resent her spot on the roster that much? A tad. No. I kind of do too. It's a pain in the fucking ass. She's not overly talented and <clears throat> she just, all she does is this fucking spoilt brat routine where if she doesn't get away, she has a little fucking tantrum on the floor in the ring and it's like, I don't, you you are a massive fucking detractor from the women's revolution. Fuck off. She is the last, one of the last remaining remnants of the Divas yeah. era. Um, along with Maria Canellas. Yeah. Um, and Maurice. Yeah. <clears throat> they're, they're the last three embers of that era that need to be stamped out forever, uh, in my personal opinion, so I have to agree. 
We're, we're nearly there. We're nearly there. I also said last episode about the Hart Foundation going into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Well, I did genuinely read that a couple of times on social media, and I've not heard anything about it since. So I'm guessing that was pure rumour and innuendo by whoever posted that in the first place. Um, it was on some new site, probably Sports Skeeter, who I give shit to for getting their shit wrong all the time. Um, so yeah, it was probably them responsible for that. But yeah, there's been no <coughs> mention of um, the Hart Foundation by WWE or anybody else since I said it, annoyingly. Um, so yeah, I'm guessing that's not happening. Maybe they'll still get thrown in, but... Um, We've already had updates on the uh, Hall of Fame inductees this year, haven't we? Uh, we yes, we have. One of the uh, rumours that Nick brought us has come true. Uh, the Honky Tonk Man. Oh, yeah. And who else we got? Tory Wilson. Tory Wilson. Thoughts? Okay. <laughs> like, at first, sure. at first, I was like, really? <clears throat> Tory Wilson? Going in the Hall of Fame? And then I did read an article that somebody had, an editorial that someone had written based on this. And it's like, well, look, at the end of the day, it's the WWE Hall of Fame. It's not the WWE Hall of Fame of great in-ring workers. True. It's not the WWE Hall of Fame of great promo artists. True. It's not the WWE Hall of Fame of amazing characters. True. It is just the people that they want to recognize for the money that they made the company. And, you know, she was in Playboy twice. Every, no, everybody loved watching Tori Wilson come out and do her stuff, whether she was just playing eye candy or whether she was actually wrestling. Nobody ever booed Tori Wilson. So, yeah, by that standard, I totally understand her going in. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. She was there a long time, from like 01 to like, what, 2010? That sort of time? Yeah, something like that. No, nine years. And then however many years she was with WCW. Even if yeah. it was just one, then you know she had a decade in business. Um, so fair play. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yep. guessing that means we're going to see like Stacy Keebler and Sable and people like that going in as well. Quite possibly, yeah. Um, the Sable, I understand. You know, she was the champion. She 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 did, she did wrestle, played war twice. Sued Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah. So of course she's going to go in at some point. <laughs> yep. Um, and then very this this week wasn't in fact was it. Yesterday or today? Do you not know this? I don't don't know what you're about to say. Harlem Heat. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Stevie Ray and Booker T, again, <laughs> are being inducted as Harlem Heat, the tag team. Okay. And, and that's official from WWE. That's not just really anything. So, yeah. I'm all right with that. They are your tag team inductees this year. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you knew who Harlem Heat were as soon as I said it, so... Yeah. yeah, and that's way back. Yeah, I mean... Way back. <laughs> you know, before the Attitude Era, if I've heard of them, that's that means they were big. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty sweet. Uh, any predictions on anybody else you think is going to go in this year? Um, I honestly couldn't tell you. Hall of Fame is one of those things I... I could give you a list of, you know, 20, 30 people who will eventually go in the Hall of Fame... Um, I 100% cannot tell you who the fuck they're going to pick now. So, D-Generation X. Yep. Tory Wilson. Yep. Honky Tonk Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Harlem Heat. That's a pretty good class so far. Yeah, it's doing well. Yeah. Um, out of that lot, I think the only speech I wouldn't listen to would be Tory's. Yeah. Um... Maybe I'll just watch it on mute. 
<laughs> uh, I'm sure she'll be wearing a lovely dress. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. What else has been going on? After 11 years, Bruce Pritchard has been rehired by WWE. The yeah. co-host of Something to Wrestle With. Along with Conrad Thompson, Bruce Pritchard, the guy who was fired way back in 2008 for the second time, I'll point out, <laughs> um, has been rehired by, by Vince McMahon to come back to the company. And he's not just like as a consultant or anything. He's been given like a ridiculously important title, like Senior Vice President or some shit. Fuck a duck. It may even be that. <clears throat> and yeah, so loads of... Um, Different dirt sheets have been saying, oh, well, yeah, Bruce Pritchard is doing this. No, no, he's doing that. And WWE aren't really correcting anybody. Um, so, yeah, whatever he's doing, he's probably pretty big in the creative team at the moment and booking. Which okay. may explain why we had so many swerves at uh, Fastlane just gone, as we were saying. Yeah, I mean, is that something he would... No, that's something that Vince Russo would do. <laughs> um, but he may, have, he may have suggested a couple of ideas. Yeah. Interesting. Like, probably the old school Kofi handicap match. Beat down. That's probably his. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, the question is, is whether or not that is a good or a bad thing. Now, a lot of people have been saying that the TV quality has improved in the last three or four weeks. And it was about three or four weeks ago that Bruce was re-signed. So, I mean, I don't know. I haven't listened to the last two episodes of Something to Wrestle With, so I don't really know if he's been talking about it on there at all before they get into the meat of whatever they're talking about each week but um, yeah it'd be interesting to see what that signifies in the future as I was saying to you beforehand this could mean a drastic shift of power within the creative team in WWE yeah yeah we, we were discussing uh, was it you know where the company could go when Vince after Vince and it's like it could very much not go to Triple H and Steph and go to Bruce. Yeah, <clears throat> because he's worked with Vince for over 20 years and he knows exactly what Vince McMahon wants and how Vince McMahon wants things done mm. and how he wants them presented. So I would not be shocked if suddenly Vince steps down and says, my successor is Bruce Pritchard. And yeah, Stephanie and Triple H... The scene very miffed in the background yes. <laughs> as they congratulate Bruce on his new position in the company. A slow clap from Triple H. <laughs> it's definitely just going to be more pissed off from um, what I've heard. But yeah, who knows? Only time will tell, I guess. So, uh, what else has occurred in the uh, recent weeks? I'll, I'll let you pick the next topic. Don't. I'm just going through our list of topics here. Let's uh, let's jump to. Champa's neck injury. Funny enough, that's what I was looking at. Um, Terrible. Horrendous. Terrible news. Horrible news. So sad for him, upset, angry for him, because he's been consistently amazing on NXT for the last year and a half, yeah. basically. And How, how's the injury occurred? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I didn't know. No, it wasn't like a, a botched spot or anything. They just suddenly turned around and went, yeah, champ, and he's next surgery. So I'm guessing this is something that's been going on for a while. And he's actually, has he dropped the title? No, they're still going, working through the tapings with the Dusty Classic and everything, yet. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it's not going to be, I don't think, at least a fortnight before it's actually addressed on NXT TV. Fair enough. Um, 
So, yeah, that means that uh, he's going to be out for probably a year, from uh, minimum, from what I read. That's horrible. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely going to be dropping the NXT Championship. Oh, that's really um, sad. That really bums me out. But here's, here's, here's the thing that I find a little bit weird. Um, is, obviously, they've been having Ricochet and Alistair Black appearing regularly on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Every week. Making the main roster tag team look bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they were, they were doing that with DIY. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Now, a couple of weeks ago, they had advertised that Johnny Gargano was going to take on Cesaro in a singles match. And it was that same week that um, Champa's neck injury was announced and that he would require surgery. Right. And the match was changed to Ricochet and Black versus The Bar. Now, I don't understand why that match had to change because Champa had a neck injury. Gargano's yeah. match. Yes, I imagine the idea was for Champa to come out with him originally. And he couldn't do that because he had to go and prepare for surgery. But that doesn't stop Gargano wrestling. It doesn't stop Gargano from having a match, yeah. And Gargano's not appeared on Raw or SmackDown since the announcement was made. Right. So I don't understand that, to be honest. Um, unless this revelation means, oh yeah, this has got to change um, because he's, he's going to have to become the new champion. And it's like, well, seemingly that was what was going to happen anyway. Because when, yeah, when so. they lose their... Sorry, spoilers. Um, when they lose in the Dusty Classic, Gargano attacks Champa and announces that he's now going to challenge for the NXT Championship. And that was all in the most recent taping. So that's not been addressed again since. So surely it was going to be them in the main event feud or the main event match at TakeOver. And one of them was going to end up staying the champion. And then the other one can still be on the main roster. That didn't really make sense to me. Why Gargano has to miss out because of Chamber's neck injury. Yeah. It's odd. It is odd. But based on that, how do you think that's going to pan out at TakeOver? Um, oh, I mean, I'm not really sure. I'm not up to date with NXT, so I don't, I don't, you know, I know unbelievably little in comparison to yourself. Um, I, I did wonder where the fuck... Gargano had gone from Raw and where Champa had gone from Raw and then obviously you hear about his injury and you kind of go alright cool go, Johnny? Not cool but yeah <laughs> okay. yeah you know what I mean um, yeah like you say if he's staying on if he's inevitably going to end up winning the NXT title and is then going to stay on NXT why the fuck did he ever appear on Raw? <laughs> yeah it is very strange that's why it didn't make any sense to me with Black and Ricochet, it was like, yeah, okay, fine, they're moving up. And there has been a live event where Alistair Black did address the crowd and say to him, it was like, yeah, this is the last NXT performance I'm going to have before the pay-per-view. <clears throat> um, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing at TakeOver, that's it. No more Black and Ricochet on NXT at all. But who knows. Um, One thing that um, I find odd about that is... They're still coming out on Raw and SmackDown. Well, I don't know about this week, but they're still coming out on Raw and SmackDown and at Fastlane with the NXT banner. Yeah. Or at least the main roster NXT banner. Yeah. The yeah. Week. Again, I noticed that on yeah. pay-per-view. It was like, hold on, they're still using the NXT font for their names. Yeah. They're not even using the Fastlane fu- font for Fuck it. <coughs> um, but uh, as soon as one of them being the title holder 
I mean, I already knew that Gargano had dropped the North American Championship um, to Dream before his first appearance on the main roster. Yeah. But Champa was the champion. It's like, there's no way that Champa's going to lose the, t- the title on TV. He won it on TV, so he's not going to lose it on TV. Surely it's going to be at a pay-per-view. Um, but yeah, who do you think is going to be in You say, yeah, okay, you're not up to date with the roster, but you know the big names. I do know some of the big names. So are we saying who's going to be... Who do you, who do you, what, do you what, do you think it's going to be a multi-man? One-on-one? Triple Theta, four-way? Battle Royal? Better mm. not be a Battle Royal. Yeah, fuck a Battle Royal. Um... Or they could have a battle royal before the pay per view, and that's who has to defend it. Whoever wins that, it wouldn't be the first time they've done that. No, I think they've done it all with the main, with the world title, but it's happened. Yeah, true. Um, I can imagine them putting Adam Cole in the picture. Adam Cole, baby, that's the one. Um, oh, I'm trying to think who fucking else. So yeah, Adam Cole, Gargano. I would. I, that alone would be brilliant. Yeah, that alone would be brilliant. But I've got the, you know, I throw a third name out there if I can think of one. A horrendous knowledge of uh, NXT. Fuck, I can't think of the like the next person in top tier talent on NXT. To be fair, it is Adam Cole. Um, in, the, in terms of the top tier talent, yeah, it's like Velveteen Dream and people like. Ah, oh, fuck! Of course, it's but Velveteen he's, Dream, but he's, he's the, the North other American one, champion, so yeah. and. They don't tend to do it where their titles aren't defended. So no. I'm guessing. Also, because um, on NXT last week, during the opening round of the Dusty Classic, they had a segment in the middle where Dream came out. Just to remind everybody that he was the North American champion, and he was interrupted with a... Bro! Oh, oh yeah. So Velveteen Dream was interrupted by Matt Riddle, of all people, who of course made his intentions clear that he wished to challenge for the North American Championship. So, I'm guessing... That'll be good. ...that at TakeOver New York, we're getting the Dream versus the original bro, Matt Riddle. Oh, what's that? you're right. That probably will be a damn good match. But, I'm talking about the title match, the main event. Yeah. Now, I'm guessing that it probably will be Gargano and Cole... But I think they should, if it's going to be the last send-off appearance for Black and Ricochet, that they should be in the match as well, and it should be a four-way. Yeah, I'm done with that. One last send-off. Everyone knows neither of them are going to win it, unless they pull a massive swerve and one of them does suddenly win and stays. Yeah, that'd be fucking <coughs> odd. Um, then I'm guessing either Cole or Gargano is going to end up being the champion. Yeah. Which would be interesting. Who would you, who would you put as the NXT champ? Adam Cole. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Maybe. <laughs> um, I kind of want to see the whole era. With all the titles. With all the titles, like they said they wanted to this year. Yeah. But then that means that there'll be three-time tag team champions. They've, that's never happened in NXT. We've only had it once, with a, sorry, twice, where champions have held the title twice. Um, it's only once with Shayna Baszler. Samoa Joe and Shinsuke. Smojo and Shinsuke are the only two to have won the main title twice. Because usually, when champions drop their titles in NXT, it's for the push-up. they're on the main roster the following month. Um, didn't happen with Black. He lost the title three months ago. Uh, no, maybe six months ago. Um, he's only just and he's only just gone up. Yeah. 
although not even officially. So interesting, interesting times ahead in that regard. Sticking with takeovers, yeah. Apparently, well, I'm pissed about this. Yeah. There is not going to be a takeover UK this time round, which fucking sucks. Yeah, because I would love to go to one, but apparently. The WWE United Kingdom Championship is still going to be defended at TakeOver New York. Ugh. With the match being Pete Dunne versus Walter. I mean, it's going to be a good match. That's fine. Yes, it probably will be a great match. Um, American fans have probably had very little exposure to Walter. They know who the bruiserweight is. Um, he's Damn still man. riding strong. I'm sure he must be nearly 700 days by now. Um, of his title reign, surely. Um, <clears throat> but here's the thing. Everyone's under the impression that Dunn's going to lose that match. Because you've seen Walter. Yeah. The size discrepancy is quite significant, isn't it? A tad. He makes me look small. Um, this is a guy who gives you a open palm chop to the chest and one, not several, one, and leaves a massive handprint on your chest. Um, it's just a massive brute of Who a guy. Who did he do that to? Uh, Jack Stars, some random enhancement talent on, right. w- on UK NXT. <coughs> um, and there's no way that Pete Dunne is going to hit the bitter end on him. Probably not. So unless Dunne's getting <laughs> another pull-your-fingers-back submission, Pete Dunne's going to drop his championship to Walter. Yeah. Which, okay, I can... I, you know, Every streak has got to end. Every championship reign has got to end. But this will be the second time in a row that the NXT UK Championship has changed hands in America. It's not right. Because Dunn won it off a bait at TakeOver Chicago two years ago. Right? It might not have been Chicago. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, two years ago. And it made sense then because they didn't have a brand. But now we have the brand. They'd had the UK tournament where Bate was crowned the champion. He lost it to Dunn at his first pay-per-view defence. Dunn retains for the next two years on NXT. And then they create him a brand to actually re- to defend it on. Well, not just for him. But you know what I mean. He's <laughs> yeah. then got a brand to be defending his title on. They, they do a pay-per-view dedicated to that brand. As far as I know, it was, it was a success. I haven't read anything saying, oh yeah, take over Blackpool, cost them shitloads, or anything like that. No, I've heard nothing but positives. But again, we're going to not have one this time round, like maybe like the American takeovers are every four months, so it's not happening with NXT UK. And it looks like the third of three title changes. Sorry, the second of three title changes, if you count the first one. As when the uh, tournament ended. Yeah. Isn't happening in the UK. What the fuck? That's fucking mad. The WWE Championship doesn't change hands outside of North America, right? Ever. And it happens for the first time in 2018. Or was it 2017? No, 2017. Yeah, one of the two. 2017. The United Kingdom Championship that's existed... The two years changes hands twice in America in the space of two years. Bullshit. Now, thankfully, there were title defences in between. 
but yeah, I still don't think that's right personally. I think that's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's that's that's a bit of a kick in the bollocks of the brand, really, isn't it? It is, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Not not happy with that particular announcement personally, but uh, I guess that's what we'll have to have. Unless, of course, Walter's losing, but I don't see that happening. No, I really don't see him losing. I don't. I just look at the fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now back to the main roster stuff. Guess who's back? Back again. Batista's back. <laughs> don't tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Batista has returned to the WWE after attacking Ric Flair at his 70th birthday celebration in the back for some reason um, just to get Triple H's attention which he now has Yep. and they're going to be having as announced on Raw this week a no holds barred match at Wrestlemania 35 between Triple H and Batista Looking forward to that too. Uh, glorified piss break, that. Yeah, I, I really, really, really do not want to have to sit through this. If I watch that live, that's where I'm going to have a cigarette and go to the toilet. If I'm not watching it live and I'm watching a repeat, I am fast forwarding through that. Yeah. I do not want, unless like one of them sets the other on fire or something absolutely stupid, I'm not sitting through another Batista Triple H match. It wasn't good the first time 14 years ago. Why would I want to watch it again? Uh, Knowing that Triple H, in a bog-standard tag match several months ago, tore his pectoral muscle. And him and Shawn Michaels took on Kane and Taker. Lovely. Right. And Batista's been away in movie land ever since his last return. Oh, and didn't that go well? No. No, it didn't. The only credit I'll give him to his last run was it was poorly booked in the, in the sense that he turned up a week before Rumble and went, hey guys, I'm back and I'm in the Rumble. And everyone went, oh, for fuck's sake, you're going to win it, aren't you? Whereas if he'd have walked <coughs> in halfway through the Rumble as a complete surprise... He still would have been booed been... out of the building because it was in the height of the Yes movement and everybody wanted Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but the surprise of him coming back would have given him something towards it instead of just oh great it's not going to be Brian then is it (laughs) yeah yeah. I think that was the only thing he got shit on by that booking but he certainly didn't fucking help himself when I see people saying that they're looking forward to seeing this I I just think why why and they're like oh yeah Batista can come back and he can have the they can he can have a match with Brock Lesnar and this that and the other and I'm like rather not yeah no I definitely don't want to watch Batista versus Brock hell to the no yo um just scrap that idea the straight away boring beast versus the boring animal yeah <laughs> I just yeah no and what's with that nose ring oh it's cool he's down with the kids. Okay, the, the the punk rock kids from like the mid eighties. Um, but yeah, okay, whatever. Um, so yeah, we have the joy of sitting through more Batista in two thousand and nineteen. Yay! Woo! Taking out WrestleMania space. Yay! No. Uh, yeah, not a fan of this idea at all. Nope. 
That's pretty much what I've got to say about that. Um, moving on. So uh, one match that would be good, which again I raised during the Elimination Chamber match, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Looks like that's where we're going with it. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, I'll watch it. I think yeah. that, that's got the potential yeah. if Orton can be bothered to that's be an amazing thing. match. When Orton pulls his finger out, he can wrestle well. He's against AJ Styles. So, regardless, Styles will be good. It's whether Orton fancies being good too. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm praying we don't get another Styles Nakamura situation. Oh, God. I do definitely don't want a repeat of that. But no. um, otherwise, yeah, looking forward to that. that. That's a match I'm definitely looking forward to at WrestleMania. Yeah. As I'm also looking forward to The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Yeah, I think that's going to be a pretty fucking good match. They managed to get so much heat in that segment at Fastlane, as we were talking about on the results show earlier. Um, and as I said to you when I was messaging you about it after watching it, Shane McMahon attacked Miz in his hometown in front of his father and got physically involved with his father all in the same segment and as I said to you that was the entire Edge John Cena 2008 oh, sorry 2006 feud <laughs> that went on for weeks yeah. in one segment that's how it's done <laughs> it was beautiful <laughs> so I'm not sure you know they've got another four weeks worth of hype to build for that match yeah uh, do you think maybe we're going to get a stipulation or is it just going to be straight up one on one they could do the old back and forth like Miz keeps getting interrupted, maybe attacked a couple times by Shane, and Shane's pulling the, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? I'm Shane McMahon. I think it'd be make more sense for Shane to get a couple of enforcers, like the the bar or something, okay. considering that they were used for the handicap match with Kofi. Yeah, um, yeah, he gets like the bar to just keep beating the crap out of Miz every week until it finally gets to WrestleMania. Um, but the thing was, is that it was Shane who issued the challenge. It wasn't Miz. It was Shane who was like, yeah, I'm going to... I really enjoyed beating the crap out of him. And I'm going to enjoy beating the crap out of him some more at WrestleMania. Okay. So it's not like Shane's playing the cowardly heel. He's, He's just... playing the, I'm going to kick your ass heel. Yeah. I'm down with that. Which is strange. It's been a long time hmm. since we saw a heel Shane McMahon in any capacity. And I was so glad. I marked out when that happened at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I, 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 had a, I had quite a big smile. Yeah, I threw my fist in the air. I was like, yes, he's turning heel. Um, as I said, you know, we called it last time. We, we, we were suggesting that was going to happen. And even the show before, we talked about that being the outcome of this whole best co-besties tag team. Hmm. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to that as well. Well, the matches we got set for Mania. <coughs> I know we spoke a little bit in the other episode what other matches are worth really talking about? That we definitely have set in stone now? Yeah. Okay, so Bootista, Triple H, no. I'm not interested. Get fucked. Randy Orton, AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah. that could be pretty Down cool. That. That's not official yet, but it's oh, near it enough be. set in stone. Miz, Shane McMahon. Yep. Yeah. That should be pretty awesome too. Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. Couldn't give a fuck. I hope Seth wins. I hope Brock fucks off. And then I hope we're done with it. And then we can go on with our lives and the fucking universal title, which is this big coveted top, <laughs> top of Raw fucking title can either be defended or just 
gotten the fuck rid of. No, I don't think they're ever going to get rid of it unless the brand split ends. But uh, yes, actually, make it seem like it's worth caring about. Yes, please. Instead of the dire situation we've had ever since Crown Jewel, yeah. that we already prayed would never happen again. Here's the thing: like people say what they want about Roman. When he got the title, at least it was showing up on Raw every fucking week. At least he was in matches every week. I mean, you know, to be fair, it was only like a month. I know. It wasn't even it was... a month, so let's not make out that he had like shitloads of appearances because he didn't. Wasn't no. that that's not his fault? No, totally not. But facts, facts. Yeah. But it was going in the right direction. Yes. And then the unfortunate happened. He had to go away to get healthy again. And instead of what I would have thought would have been the obvious choice of just put it on Braun at Crown Jewel, they just went fucking took a step back and put it back on Lesnar. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't want to pull the trigger on Braun last year. And it doesn't look like they're going to pull the trigger on him this year. He wasn't even on Fastlane. No. He wasn't even there. No. And nor was fucking Lesnar. Yeah, but we kind of assume that because Lesnar only gets up when it's worth his time. Yeah, but... And he I've... obviously doesn't feel that that pay-per-view was worth his time. No. But to have no Braun at all... Yeah. Seemed very strange to me. And then this week on Raw, he's he's destroying cars again. Really? Yeah, he's having like celeb- well, so-called celebrities. I'd never even heard of these people. I can't even remember what their names were now. But some random mates came and gave him a load of attitude about losing his title shot for wrecking McMahon's limo. And then he wrecks another car. And I'm like, please tell me we're not doing a celebrity segment with Brawl at Mania. Please tell me you've actually got a plan there. Uh, Braun not in an actual match. I mean, last year it was funny with the 10-year-old kid winning tag titles. That was funny. If he's not in an actual match this year that's worth anything, like, fuck me. Like, Braun Nicholas, Helen the Cell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bigger swerve, I Nicholas wins. I didn't want to give up being the tag champions. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be stupid to give him, don't make him the big show of WrestleMania, where he's now just going to start doing stupid segments with celebrities and nothing worth talking about. Yeah. Because those segments do tend to fall flat too, don't they? Always. Um, Most American audiences are bored of them too. Yeah. Which says a lot. It's crazy that they continue to do them, to be honest. Um, Vince. Yeah. It's an attraction. No. It's not. It's really not. The attraction for me is the wrestling, not the crap that surrounds it. Yes. And then the only other match that I think is 100% set in stone is what we now know has finally been confirmed, although what everybody assumed for the last three months. Or longer. The main event of WrestleMania 35 is now set in stone. Rowdy Ronda Rousey will defend the Raw Women's Championship against the Queen Charlotte Flair and the man Becky Lynch. I will be happy... If Ronda loses to either. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. It has gone from, I really hope Charlotte wins to, I just want Rousey yeah. off my screen. I've, the last couple of weeks, I've swung from one to the other. Like, gone from interested in a match to see how it goes to, uh, I'd like Becky to be the winner to, uh, well, actually, I'm getting quite into Charlotte more than. I have been previously to, can we just get the fuck over Rousey, please? 
you know. Hmm. Yeah. For me, it's been all this t- social media shit. Yeah. Has put me off. Loads of people are ranting and raving about it as if it's like great stuff, and I'm just like, no, they're just playing keyboard warrior on the internet. It's childish. It promotes that bullshit fucking attitude on the internet. Yeah. Um, Which there no was, one fucking likes. <clears throat> like the whole back and forth between one another. Okay, fine. Uh, I understand why they do this, why they have like these social media accounts. But I think then it seems to be some sort of weird guidelines as to what they can and cannot say. Because several of them flat out break kayfabe. I mean, I know that kayfabe is pretty much dead anyway, but they flat out just literally spit on it and kick it down the road a little bit when they're doing like this twist. Like Lana went on a fucking rant at Rousey because Rousey's being put on Total Divas and Lana's been taken off of it. And then she's banging on about how Rousey's terrible on the mic and how she's boring and this, that and the other. And it's like, all right, rein it in, love. Hmm. You know, Pull it back. A, that's a colleague of yours that you're working alongside. She didn't make the decision. Vince McMahon did. Or whoever is in charge of doing Total Divas. And B, that woman could probably kill you. <laughs> um, so yeah, chill out, maybe. Then Rousey started doing it. And then she started going on about the fake arm bars and shit and how hers is real. And then Lynch decided to bring Rousey's husband into it. And it's like, hold on, what are you doing? Why are we bringing family members into this shit? And then suddenly Rousey's using Becky's real name, referring to her as Rebecca Quinn, and saying, no matter what the script says, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Then they had that segment where Rousey turned heel. She was continuing to swear in that. And then she went off on some on her YouTube channel or something or whatever it was. Banging on about how the wrestling business is fake. And how it's all like make-believe and fixed. And that she's just going to absolutely destroy both Charlotte and Becky Lynch. And that she's not following the script anymore. She's going to do what she wants because they're not going to fire her. Because she makes them too much money. Now, I have always, I fucking hate it when anybody has the attitude of, everybody paid to see this one person. No, they didn't. There's like 50 odd people, and we paid to see as many of them as we can in the time frame that we've got. Hmm. I did not pay. I do not pay my $10 a a month, sorry, my £10 rather, a month to watch Ronda Rousey and only Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is very, very low on my list of who I'm paying for. Yeah. Like, if you were to ask me, name the 25 people you are paying for, she wouldn't be on my list. No, I probably wouldn't include her either. No. No. And I'd probably include some people who are there less. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I have to agree. Um, then it just got worse. Yes, yeah, so she's still swearing and everything. And Lynch is still giving her more and more on stuff, shit. Hmm. Um, yeah, like, we, we swear here. But this is this is a, a podcast that is in no way affiliated with WWE. WWE is a family product, and it's like, you, okay, you, you might be able to get away with a bit of swearing here and there, but it's like it's almost supposed to be special, you know. You they're, still P, they're still a PG company. Yeah, that's why. I mean, at Fastlane, Seth Rollins audibly shouted one more motherfucking time. Yeah. Right before the triple power bomb at the end, and I'm kind and of interested repeat, to find out what happened with that. On the repeat, they they edited, they um, muted it out. Yeah. I only know what he said because somebody wrote it down in an article. 
Um, when but it yeah, the lived, sound it cut out just in time. It was like one more mother, f- and that's where it stopped. Yeah, well, the whole thing was completely muted out yeah. on the repeat, near enough, so you couldn't even hear the mother bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if people are just getting away with it. People are just doing it because they're not seeing any repercussions, or you know, they when it happens in the ring, they just call it height of the moment adrenaline thing. But in promotional material, I know this isn't directly reflected as the promotional material, but at the same time it is, because it's furthering the feud. Indeed. It shouldn't have that sort of language in it. No, not at all. Because kids can see it. We've got a problem with kids, you know, having seen China on screen because they might come across their porn videos, but we don't care about Paige being on TV where kids can find her sex tapes with very little effort. Yep. Then why are we letting Ronda Rousey shout her mouth off? And if it's like, well, it's it's a work. It, obviously, it's a work. Yeah. Because if she was really doing whatever she wanted and was going off script... <laughs> she'd have killed them by now. She, exactly, yeah. She'd have battered the crap out of both of them by now. When she interfered in the match last night and gave Becky the win, she would have kicked the crap out of both of them there and then. Mm-hmm. Not just hit Becky once, pulled a silly smirk and then walked off. Which no. is what she did. She would have battered both of them. So, yeah, you're not fooling anybody into thinking that you're going off any sort of script, but at the same time, why does she get to swear and do this, all that, or the other? Yeah. While all of that was going on over that weekend originally, Charlotte Flair was learning Lucha Libre in Mexico. Yeah. Furthering her abilities as top of the fucking mountain. And yeah. I was like, I'm just so glad to see that she's not getting involved in this. And then she, when Rousey did the video, Charlotte did respond to that, and I'm like, oh, God, no, now you're, lo- now you're being lowered into this fucking stupid shit. Um, and she just said something, I can't remember what initially it said, but it was just like, yeah, class act, using all that sort of language. And I was like, well, yes, that's true. But yeah, don't you start. Yeah. <laughs> you remain the queen, please. But yeah, it's just, it's just like you say, childish and immature. And it doesn't make me want to watch the match more. Uh, no, it drives me further and further away from it. And it's like, this is your main fucking event of WrestleMania. The first ever women's wrestling, WrestleMania main event. And it's, and you are fucking with it. The booking of the storyline has been all over the show anyway. Yeah. Oh, but it's exciting. Fuck off. No. It just didn't make any sense. Um, people are making out that it's more confusing than it is. It's not. It's really not. Becky won the Royal Rumble. She shouldn't have to face Charlotte. Yeah, you lose your title shot from the Rumble when you get suspended. You don't get to come back and go, oh, I can still have my title shot, right? Yeah, those... The champion gets defended. He doesn't get to come back and go, right, can I be the champion again now? No, he has to win the championship back. So, yeah, she had to win back her number one contendership. Makes perfect fucking sense. One plus one is two. Night follows day. You know, it's not fucking difficult. Um, but, yeah, suspending her, reversing suspension after like two weeks. She should have been kept off the show for ages if she was going to be suspended. Yeah, should have actually not appeared for a couple of weeks as well. But she was on TV every week. I think, despite being suspended. And then Stephanie just turns around and overturns it. She even appeared at a fucking house show, didn't she? And attacked Charlotte. Was that beforehand? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and Charlotte got the upper hand, I think. Um, Yeah. Did nothing for the Vince suspends her, but Steph gets to turn around and say, yeah, no, we're going to do what's best for business. It's like, yeah, I, I don't get it. Why wouldn't Vince just change his mind again? 
Or just say, uh, no, sorry, I said she's suspended. So she's fucking suspended. And yeah. Rousey, if you're going to drop the belt on the floor and walk off, I take that as you vacating the title, whether you claim you weren't or not. Charlotte Flair, you're the champ. Now we can have a number one contenders match between somebody else that's not you two. Then obviously we don't get the match we want. Yeah. Would you have watched... Because everyone's kept banging on about this main event's only happening because Rousey's there. You agree with that? Uh, I think it's one piece of a bigger puzzle. Um, I think the star quality of Rowdy Ronda Rousey has helped bring about the women's main event at WrestleMania maybe sooner. But I think without her, they still would have got there. And I, I know it's more than feasible after Evolution last year that it could have been this year anyway. So, you know, I give her some credit, but not the only reason it's happening. Look at how good Charlotte Flair is, right? And, you know, Becky's good. Not as good, (laughs) but she's good, you know. She's still better than some of the blokes. Um, So, you know, I think they would have gotten there on their own. I don't think they needed to... You don't think it would have been this year? If Rousey wasn't there, if Rousey hadn't been there at all in the last year, and they'd still managed to get this storyline with Becky Lynch getting to the... Because Becky Lynch didn't get to where she was because around the Rousey, did she? No, she got there because she came up with an idea, which personally I think is quite fucking brilliant. Where she screwed over, and she screwed over Charlotte. Yeah. The person she worked with to get over to the point that she's at now, Yeah. Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So do you think that they could have had the main event this year based on Becky's popularity alone and putting her in the ring with, say, Asuka? No. Because we've seen Flair a billion times. No, I don't think it wouldn't have worked against Asuka. The match would still be good. Of course it would. Was that Rumble match good? Or was it eh? Point. We thought it was eh. I'm sure other people thought it was the best thing since... I'll be honest, forgot it happened. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, Like I say, I've watched Charlotte Flair all day long, every day. Um, And I'm I'm more in that boat than ever before. We've seen Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch so many times in the last six months now um, that I I couldn't watch them just in a a one-on-one straight-up match. Not a mania anymore, no. Not for a good Maybe like a ladder match or something, maybe just the two of them. We just had TLC. What, 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 four months ago? Yeah, but it's still pretty recent. Yeah, just a normal ladder match. Don't need to be a TLC match. Then it'll be lackluster compared to... Well, all right, whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But what we're yeah, getting... I, I get, yeah, I get where you're going. I get where you're going. What we're like, getting is the triple threat. Yeah. And I'm still interested in this match. However, I may force myself to not read anything about what they say outside of the ring. And maybe pay no attention to even what happens in the ring. If they're not wrestling and they're just doing talk segments where it's just going to be Becky attacks Charlotte or Charlotte attacks Becky or someone attacks Rousey after some talk, then yeah, I'm just going to stay away and wait for the pay-per-view. Yeah. I know that's probably unpopular. Shitloads of people are hyping and applauding this Twitter shit, but for no, me... It's, it's, it's ready. It, it, the match is ready. And the more shit that goes on is detracting from it. I agree. That's, yeah, that's my 
standpoint as well at the moment. They don't need anything else. But they're, they're, those are our only WrestleMania matches. Yeah, so they are. Yeah, yeah. We still have no clear SmackDown or World Hempyweight Championship. No. Or oh. WWE Hempyweight Championship. Although I can... I mean, do you think it'll be a one-on-one versus Kofi? Or do you think it'll be, you know, triple threat, fatal four-way? We've already got a triple threat. So I don't see them doing one for the men as well. Okay. Um, what about more? Or... No, I don't want more than four. Yeah. Maybe four. Who would you put as your four? Because <coughs> I imagine it'd be the the four we've got sort of involved from Fastlane. So yeah. Brian, Ali, Owens and Kofi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be it. I think that'd be good. I think it'd be good. I mean, if I give it the time, but I mean, you say that about half the matches, really, can't you? Who, who would you have go over? Well, look. Okay. We're not doing predictions. Not yet. Um, we, we can, if you want, but in terms of who you want to win, of each match, go. Who do I want to win? Um, at this very moment in time, uh, Charlotte Flair, um, Seth Rollins, Triple H. I, I can't pin anything on possibles for WWE title, so I'm not going to pick one. Um, if that was okay, if it was out of those four, you, you'd take Kofi. You'd take Kofi. Come on, I would take Kofi. You are yeah. going to say Kofi. I would, but in my head, I also was thinking, I was like, it'd be really good if it got right to the end, and then Owens told it, <laughs> and then it would let Kofi build with Owens for a bit afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I'd have Brian personally. And then continue with Kofi Mania for a little bit and then have him win it eventually. Yeah. I do think he needs a bit more build-up. Not up. too far down the line, but Couple I wouldn't have him win it at Mania. No. Um, I noticed that neither of us said Ali. <laughs> it was definitely it, too early for him. Definitely too early, but in the I'm future, a, fuck a yeah. yeah. Um, we've got no clear Smackdown tag team title contenders oh that's probably going to be the Hardys yeah because they're they're back as the Hardys which brings us quite nicely into that okay yeah if you don't want to do Mania anymore then yeah well I mean what else what else we got for Mania we'll come come back to that next right Miz to beat Shane oh yeah Triple H to beat Batista forever in a please don't ever fucking come back match um (laughs) <laughs> Flair even though I know it's probably the longest shot of the three and just because mm. you know as I've stated before I love her um, <laughs> and yeah, that was it wasn't it oh yeah Seth <laughs> so you forgot again Seth. anybody anyone over Lesnar for the love of God anyone. A- anybody to take the title away from Lesnar yep I mean, I'd just like to see it no every fucking week. No Raw Tag Team Champions. No, Asuka's got no opponent yet. Um, we're seemingly having... Oh, yeah, the, the Women's Tag Team Champions have no clear contenders yet. Although, the Iconics... Iconic! Um, challenged Boss and Hug twice. And Boss and Hug did respond um, this coming week. Again, on social media. Um, so, Yeah. Maybe that's what's going to happen. Yeah, maybe. But as we were talking earlier, uh, I'd love to see a four-way match at WrestleMania 
where they defend against because you have to consider Boss and Hug to be interpromotional now. Yeah, they're they're neutral. They're not. A, they've not got a brand now. So I think that they they should have to defend in a four way tag team match against a team from each brand. Yeah, be I that agree. the Iconics versus if we have to again, Jackson Tamina. No, um, please no. And from NXT, the Sky Pirates, Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai. That would be a great match. Yeah. Just speaking of the women, right? Alexa Bliss is the host for WrestleMania this year. Yeah? Yep. Kind of like when New Day did it a couple of years back. Okay. Alexa um, Bliss's turn this time. She's not wrestling? Yep. Why not? Dunno. Because apparently she's cleared to come back. She was in the Rumble. Oh, of course she was, yeah. And she's just been doing moments of bliss ever since. Everyone's like, why? Some people were just like, Have, are you hurt again? And even she she went on Twitter and was like, no, I'm fine. So why are they not putting you in the ring then? Why, why are we watching just moments of bliss every week? Well, the fucking prefer a moment of bliss in the ring. Yeah, it's, it's strange that she's not being featured... In the ring, she's just being used for talk segments. So I hope they've got something planned for her soon, or maybe they just really, really, really want to protect her um, for later on. Who knows? Yeah, God knows. But here's the thing, right? I mean, even on Raw, no matter who the champion ends up being, who's going to be the first contender after that? What? Uh, on Raw, yeah. Which title? Raw. SmackDown Women's. Sorry, Raw Women's. Uh, maybe that's, that's you'd what think Bliss wouldn't you really? I was going to say maybe that's what they're saving it for but wasn't that exactly how the first Smackdown title changed hands wasn't that uh, Becky did Bliss yes <laughs> in a tables match yeah, yeah. it wouldn't yeah. be tables this time it would have to be one on one yeah it would probably be chairs this time and, and next time it would be ladders would, and then Lynch would win obviously yeah probably she lost last time didn't she yeah yeah Got powerbombed off the apron to a table. Right. By Alexa fucking Bliss. Amazing. A moment I also marked out hard for <laughs> when that happened. <laughs> I in, bet. Back in TLC 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no cruiserweight. Yes, because they're still doing the tournament. Of course, yeah, because that'll, that'll be the, the end of the tournament, won't it? I keep forgetting about that fucking tournament. <laughs> Bobby Lashley's going to have to... Oh yeah, Bobby Lashley got the IC title back. How do you feel about that, Toby? Uh, he can get in the seat. <laughs> um, right, okay. I thought you were going to say something like he can eat a dick or something like that. Uh, he's not good enough to eat a dick. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing he's going to defend against someone. He'll probably be Balor again. Reigns is probably either up against Corbin or McIntyre, apparently. Either way, I'd watch it. Yeah. I think I prefer McIntyre. I think that'll be a better match and I hope McIntyre wins. Um, <laughs> no, he's not going to win. That'd be stupid. Yeah. Of course it's going to be a Reigns win. win. Yeah. That's why I want it to be McIntyre. Because <laughs> I'd rather see him lose than Corbin. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm one of those rare ones who actually enjoys the work of the Lone Wolf. Oh, no, I, don't get me wrong. I love the Lone Wolf. Um, just really like McIntyre as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't, sorry, I don't have a problem with McIntyre. I just prefer to see Corbin. Fair enough. Personally. Just a little bit. 
Um, I know who we're not likely to see at WrestleMania. Who? Dolph Ziggler. Go on. Because he's doing a comedy tour. He's actually gone, hasn't he? Yep. He's actually gone, gone. To start his comedy tour? No, like gone from WWE, gone. No. Oh, I heard he was gone, gone. No. Well, I've only heard that he's doing this thing. <coughs> and nobody's sure what he intends to do when he comes back, but he hasn't. No, they've given him the time off to go and do this stuff. Oh, fuck, okay. But I haven't read that he has definitely officially quit. Oh, somebody told me he was gone from WWE and was in like a no-compete for God till just after Mania and was doing his comedy thing in that time and his comedy tour runs right up until AEW starts. So there's a whole thing going on about, oh, he's going to AEW. I haven't read any of that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All I've read is that he asked for the time off to be able to go and do his tour and they gave it to him. Mm, fair enough. Apparently he's pretty good with the stand-up tour. Apparently he's pretty good. Interesting. Yeah. I was like, Dolph Ziggler? Stand-up comedy? Alright. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely uh, news to me. Yeah. Speaking of AEW. Hmm? And people leaving WWE. Yeah. Who do we know for certain is leaving? Ooh, I don't know. I haven't been told much about it, but I get the hint that uh, Ambrose is leaving. Yes, that's not <laughs> who you had on your list earlier, though, was it? No? Leaving, going to AEW? Not necessarily going to AEW. Possibly. May very well do. But you did have someone leaving on your uh, list of notes earlier. Uh, person I've got on my list of notes is uh, Jim Ross. Exactly. Oh. That's exactly who I am referring to. Okay. Good old JR. His contract with WWE. Oh, you didn't even realise he still had a contract with WWE. What was the last thing he did for them? Um, Mania last year, probably. Was Yeah, sorry. So Jim Ross's uh, contract is going to run out about a month or so after Mania. Um, he, didn't, he decided not to renew because he wanted to... Um, be doing more play-by-play stuff not just backstage and promotional interviews and things like that yep. so yeah Jim Ross wants to get back on the commentary table and he could obviously do that in any number of places New Japan uh, anyway but you've got to think that AEW are going to reach out oh, of course they are snap up they'll offer him a blank check more than, well, yeah more than likely uh, he obviously said he had no you know Vincent Mann had taken care of him for the last 25 years um, this, that, and the other. So there's no ill will or anything between either parties. Jim Ross just wants to be in a position where he can do what he loves, calling wrestling matches, uh, which apparently he was not going to get the chance to do working for Vincent Man anymore. That's fair. Uh, in other t- in other news about people leaving, um, apparently the club ago. Yeah. Anderson and Gallows, yeah. I don't blame them. They were offered uh, like multi-million dollar deals to stay apparently and they still went no. If they're going to be treated the way they have been for the entire time they've been on the main roster well, I'd fucking go too. They've probably got enough money that they can do what they want in, and they can just fuck off to another company and literally do what they want. They're very much like Kenny Omega and it's not about the money. Yeah. They're in it to wrestle. Yeah. And I really fucking respect that. Because there are a few people who were in it for the money. Brock <laughs> <coughs> Lesnar. Yeah. Bobby Lashley. <coughs> yep. Um, so, yeah. So they're not sticking around. 
Apparently, all of the uh, hype we heard about the revival wanting to leave was utter bollocks. And I love this. Dash Wilder said in an interview, I'm I'm pretty sure it was Dash Wilder, that um, they did make a comment and it kind of went Chinese whispers down the line and then someone went and said to the dirt sheets, yeah, they've asked for their release. And they were like, no, no, we never did. We never asked for our release, but fuck it. Let's act like we did. (laughs) Just to mess with all the fans who spend their entire lives on the dirt sheets and the podcasts talking about this sort of shit just to screw with them. So Mm. kudos to you, Wilder and Dawson. You had us all fooled in thinking that you definitely wanted to leave. All of their gripes about how crap the tag division had been. Yeah, they said all of that. Yeah, they did. But they never, apparently, they did not ever actually ask for their release. Oh. Yeah, well done, you delicious bastards. Yeah, nicely played. <laughs> nicely played. Um, coming back to my pinned moment, Matt Hardy is no longer broken. Yeah, it's nostalgia hour again. I mean, I love the Hardys. I've said that before. But they came back, they did their thing, they started down the broken route. Why are we now why are we now back with this? I don't it doesn't make any fucking sense. Unless it's like uh you've got to run out your contract. Uh, I wanna wrestle during my contract. Okay, well fuck it, go be the Hardys then. Alright, fine. Why? It's just and the thing is it's like he's not even teasing that it's like a work. He's coming out in his old black jeans and the the full like Hardy Boy, Team Extreme. Did he even look. have the blonde streak through his hair anymore? Nah. No, so that's gone as well. Yeah. Right. Okay. Did Jeff still have his face paint on? Yep. Weird. Um, they're still doing the delete thing, but that's literally it. Because I don't think they could ever get rid of that anymore. No, no it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, I think, personally, it's so we can have... Oh, uh, sorry, which show did they appear on? Toby? Smackdown. That's right, they were on Smackdown Live. Not Raw, which again was the brand that Matt, apparently you can just leave Raw whenever the fuck you want. Smackdown will just take you. <laughs> um, I think the reason that this has been done <coughs> is so that they can be the ones to challenge the Usos at WrestleMania. Yeah. Think of it. Brothers versus brothers. That's, I didn't think of that. That's clever, actually. They are both two of the, however many teams it was they said, has held the tag title six times. So if either one of those, oh no, if the Hardys won that match, they would take the record. Yeah, yeah. Do you, can, or do you reckon they would do that? They can, yeah. They can both say that um, they've been tag teams since the womb, if they really want to. Um, uh, I mean, Jeff and Matt and brothers, they're not twins. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Scrap that then. Um, but yeah. Still do brother versus brothers. Still brother. do brothers versus brothers, yeah. Mm. And Usos have only ever been on like the card at Mania like twice, hasn't it? Yeah. They've <laughs> been on the pre show a couple of times as well, but I mean, who counts that? So they're going to want to stay there. They're obviously talking about going. Well, there has been talk about them thinking of going. 
Yeah. So give him a prevalent match with a big team to keep him sweet for a mania. Um, so yeah, that's what I think the SmackDown tag match is going to be. Okay. Hardy's Usos. That mania. Fair enough. And it's not, they haven't done that before either, have they? No, no, they haven't, no. It's not even as like a one-off random TV match. Don't think so. So that could be totally 100% fresh. Hmm. As fresh as you can get with the Superkick brothers and the uh, Hardy men, as they should be called by now. Yes. <laughs> Both in their mid-40s still calling them the Hardy boys, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone's got to have a dream. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. Now here's something that neither of us had on our list, and to be fair, it should have been. We need to talk about the fact that you and I both went and saw a fighting with my family. Yes. Yes. I really enjoyed it. I did too. I think it was good. It, it, the annoying thing was, is that it's a comedic um, life story, and the problem is, is that the funniest bits were all shown in the adverts, um, which is a bit annoying. There was one pretty good spot in there with the trash can lid and the bowling ball. That was fucking funny. Um, but every other bit I'd seen in like trailers or in the radio adverts and stuff like that. Yeah, whole, yeah, this is Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, and I'm Vin Diesel, mate. All those bits and pieces. That, that's... Yeah, they were all in the fucking trailer. Yeah, this is the problem I have with trailers these days, and I won't get into this too too much. But trailers give away everything these days because no one has any faith in their fucking product, which you can loop back into wrestling. Funnily enough. Um, but yeah, you know, you're right. There was a lot of stuff in the trailers that was it was in that film, and there were some things in it that I thought were, were, were quite funny. What was the what's the line that she says? Is dick me dead and bury me pregnant? That's the one. <laughs> Fucking brilliant line. There it is again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I I enjoyed it as well from start to finish. Um, but you and I, uh, well, first of all, it was really really weird seeing Selena Vega do her best AJ Lee impression. Which, by the way, was a really fucking good impression of AJ Lee. Um, because, obviously, they did not just use the footage from the actual match in the film. Um, they recreated the whole match, and because they couldn't get AJ Lee to come back and do it, they got Zelina Vega to play AJ Lee instead. Mm. Um, and, yeah, she pulled it off well. Um, it was pretty seamless. Uh, Tessa Blanchard was... Um, the actual actress's stunt double, that was pretty seamless as well. So that's good. Um, but there were a couple of things in there that we went, hold on. So first of all, right, you see that when Paige, and, or sorry, Soraya and her brother Zach go to the O2 uh, in London for their tryout, it's during an episode of Smackdown. But the set that they used is the current set for Smackdown Live. And it wasn't SmackDown Live back then. It wasn't. It wasn't even SmackDown Live, and it wasn't even that set when Paige debuted on Raw. It. it but this w- is just for her tryout, so obviously SmackDown. Yeah, no, I know, I know, that. but they used they used the same set for Raw and SmackDown, just obviously different colors and the logos and shit. But the actual stage, how the ramp was set up, and everything, was the old version when Paige debuted. Let alone when she had their fucking tryout. So it was like it was weird to see the current one in a film, and it's like you're saying she had a tryout at this thing that looks the same. That's wrong. Yeah, it, it was really just, fucking it just wrong. It was really just, straight wrong. away, it was just like, yeah, it wasn't SmackDown Live. Yeah, it was not SmackDown Live back then. It wasn't that it just looked like it. It actually came up on the screen, didn't it? 
It yeah, came up yeah, with the did, SmackDown yeah. Live banner in the background on the Titantron as they walked out on the stage. Yep. I was like, yeah, it wasn't SmackDown Live back then. <laughs> Surely they've still got the old video from what it was back then um, when it was just Bogus Down SmackDown from like three or four years ago. But it's only been SmackDown Live since, what, 16? Yeah. So yeah, that was wrong. Um, they completely, more or less, glazed over her entire NXT career. Based on that movie, she had one tag match in NXT, and that was it. Then she was debuting on the main roster. <laughs> and, you know, anyone that would be insulting to. Paige was the first NXT women's <laughs> champion. It's doubly insulting. Yeah, it just, like I say, completely glossed over everything. And she was called up with a bunch of fictional people. Yeah, yeah, that really irked me because one of them looked like she was supposed to be Kelly Kelly one of them looked like she was supposed to be the fuck's name Eve Torres by her I'm going by the ring gear here um, and I fuck knows who the other <coughs> one was supposed to be but you're like okay well Kelly Kelly was not with WWE before Paige joined um, <laughs> you know Torres had left by then as well didn't she I think so and the other one I don't think existed so yeah they just made up three random females um, who all also apparently made it to the main roster. <laughs> but it's like, oh, really? really? Did they? <laughs> no idea who these people are. You're just making them up. Um, yeah. Strange. Um, again, like they also had the, the tryout scene with a bunch of other random people. And I don't know who the other guys were in the ring, if they were like experienced wrestlers, like indie wrestlers and stuff. But one of them was Dave Mastiff. Not as Dave Mastiff. Yeah. It just didn't make any sense. Um, I was like, is this Dave Mastiff as Dave Mastiff or is this Dave Mastiff playing someone else? And it was Dave Mastiff playing someone else. And he literally got in the ring and executed, wasn't it like they did a full Nelson and then took a snapmare? Yeah. <clears throat> that was it. <laughs> like, what was the point? <laughs> um, so, yes, very strange. And then there was the guy in the bearskin waistcoat with the weird long hair who looked like Pete Dunne. Yeah, he looked a lot like Pete Dunne. He looked Dunn. a lot like Pete Dunne. And I was like, if that's supposed to be Pete Dunne, why did they not just get Pete Dunne? Because yeah. they've got Dave Mastiff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. would have fucking known. That was very strange. Very, very weird. Um, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed. there was enough wrestling in it to keep wrestling fans happy. Yeah. Um, it there's was a funny. Tombstone pile driver in this movie. There you go. So it must have been good. Yeah. <laughs> um, some very funny spots, um, taking pop shots at like the indie circuit and how wrestling is and this, that and the other. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I think the only thing I and I don't think this is a bad thing. This is a there's fuck it's Hollywood. Um the match at the end where she wins the Divas title, spoiler. Um it's it's filmed for the film. So it doesn't look right if you're a wrestling fan that was that was the only thing to me and I was watching that I was watching that bit of it going oh, that's weird that's not quite like that but all right okay and um I may be a bit overly critical of that bit of the movie but that's supposed to be the big triumphant win and it you know if you are a wrestling fan which the majority of people seeing this film I imagine would be that bit looked really odd and then there's a lot of young girls in the cinema we were watching it, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
<coughs> they may be wrestling fans. Shut the fuck up. Who knows? Mind. Yeah, they could have shut the fuck up. Um, you told me, because I, I didn't watch it at the time when that actually occurred. You told me that the uh, title win and the promo that followed it in the movie were in fact on two completely different shows in real life. I believe so, yeah. So I rewatched it when I got home just to be sure. I didn't rewatch the promo or anything. I think that promo was thrown in there as an extra anyway. But the match itself, Page gets hits the page turner or the Zack attack and um, she gets the pin and then immediately run rolls out the ring. And then the ref comes round the other side to the ring and hands her the title outside the ring. And then she goes up to the ramp and holds it up. In the movie, she wins it, she's handed it, and then she does a big fucking hearty speech about all goodness and stuff. <laughs> and well, how is her house now? Yeah. Just like Paige actually did. Yeah, but, but not right then. Yeah. So that was a bit weird. It was really weird. But I understand why <laughs> they did it, because it's the finale of the film. There was also the fact that she got confirmation she was going to the main roster from The Rock and not Vince McMahon. Or Triple uh, H. And I was like, yeah, no, bollocks. <laughs> and then, Sarai Knight, Paige, uh, I'd like, if I ever meet you, that's the first thing I'm going to ask you. Were you actually told you were going to the main roster by The Rock instead of Triple H or Vince McMahon? Yeah. Because that, that can't be right, surely. And there's also the fact that he, you didn't see her being told that she was going to win. Yeah. Now, they, it's not like they tried to protect that fact in this movie. It's not like this movie is there going, oh, pretend that wrestling's real. No, it's very much like The Wrestler, um, where you were shown, like, yes, they flat out states very early in the film, yeah, it's fixed. The results are predetermined, um, but it's not fake. Yeah. Fake determined, fake suggests that everything we're doing is bullshit. The only thing that's fake about it is the actual sense of competition. The battering the hell out of each other is real. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, All right, okay. So for them to be like, to not show her reaction to being told that she was not only going to be put on the main roster, but was also going to become the champion in her debut, seemed a little bit weird to admit that. Yeah. But like we said, they admitted her entire NXT career. So you know, what's one more line? Yeah, true. But like I say, overall, thought it was a good movie. Yeah, that was very good and very worth seeing. Probably the best that WWE Studios have ever done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, random cameo by Big Show and Sheamus. Not sure what the point of that was, but yeah, they're in it too, for all the Big Show and Sheamus fans. Yeah, that was pretty fucking pointless. <laughs> Just to be stood there in catering at Mania. Weird. Mm, it was. It was weird. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah. What else is on your list, if anything? No, that's about it. That's it for you? There's I nothing know. else that I can think of right now that is screaming at me to discuss in... Uh, I've only got one thing detail. left. Okay. Uh, my one and last thing left is that NXT UK is going to be doing TV tapings at Download Festival. Oh, yeah. Um, and having been to Download and seen um, NXT, the American version of NXT, at Download, this is going to be good. This is a good thing. So, it's you know it's not the biggest of tents, but they set up a, a small stage. You've got your ring in the middle. There's a small, um, uh, like scaffold for the one of the cameras on. There's another camera at the side and one person running around with a camera. It works. It works really well. There's a couple of screens for people to see. The tent is always really full. 
So the entire weekend, every time I walked past it, the tent was full. And I really loved that. <laughs> that made me quite happy that, you know, at a very big rock and metal festival, there's a lot of people here for the wrestling. It's like, that's fucking cool. Happy with that. In fact, it's now going to be the NXT UK one. Really happy with that. Makes me very much want to go to download more. Because they had, they had the first couple of rounds of the of last year's tournament at download, didn't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah, the preliminary matches of the UK tournament last year. Yeah. The one that Zach Gibson won. Yeah, the preliminary matches were held at download. Because I remember Dave Mastiff was in that and he wasn't actually on the pay-per-view. No. And it was like, oh yeah, because his match, he lost, I think it was, to Flash Morgan Webster. Or someone like that. Wow. at the download tapings I don't know how I feel about I know that they've had matches there for several years whether yeah. it's with NXT and stuff but they've never done an NXT taping at download no now granted I know it's different because it's NXT UK it's easy because they're all here in the country anyway yeah um, but I don't know how I feel about having a taping in a tent at a metal festival well this this is one thing that I thought of as well because when I saw it, it was the second time they've done it. And I believe this is either the fourth or fifth year in a row now. So the second time they did it, when I was there, it wasn't the biggest tent. Um, but there was definitely room for them to, to have used a bigger tent to get more people in. And like I say, the tent was full. They weren't letting more people in. And the outside of the tent was full. And there was a big screen outside showing what's going on. And people were there and people were watching. So it's I'd have to have a look at some pictures and maybe some video, but I would hope that they're gonna get a bigger tent to do these tapings in because that then it would make more sense. Like it worked really well because you know <laughs> you know, rock and metal music goes hand in hand with wrestling most quite a lot of the time. As I said in our first episode, yeah. Yeah. And you know, a lot of the people there fucking loved it and I fucking loved it the one match I did get to see because I mean unfortunately there was a lot of bands I wanted to see on all coincidentally collided with NXT so the one match I did get to see was No Way Jose versus Killian Dane um, nice. and that is especially a I fucking love this story because when Killian Dane comes out obviously he's quite a large hairy man um, and someone in the crowd who was a bit drunk shouted you need a shave mate and then everyone in the audience started sh um, chanting back sack and crack at him for like 20 minutes. Fucking brilliant. Uh, UK audiences and their chants. Yeah. But the reason I say I don't know about watching at a music festival is because they did those three tapings at the Royal Rumble Access show. Right. And even though it looked to be pretty full, the audience just didn't have any... Didn't, have any real energy or ah. enthusiasm <laughs> yeah um, no they, this was like loud and proud all weekend it's going to be different because it's the it's an American audience watching the UK lot and I imagine that the majority of them had come to watch the World's Collide tournament and other stuff that was going on at Access and this was, on, this was on in between yeah. um, sort of thing um, and they just weren't familiar with the talent but yeah they just didn't seem to be into it that much um, obviously it's going to be different with the UK audience watching UK talent um, yeah it's, it just doesn't seem the same being in a tent no. with people but we'll see I mean we'll that's, see. that's that's 
quite away from away away from now. Yeah, he's still got to do Glasgow tapings. Um, I'm hoping for another takeover between now and then, at least. I would hope for one in the summer. Yeah, they have actually... at Wembley. Yeah, that'd be fucking sick. Shout back to the old uh, '92 summer. Was it '92? Yeah, '92 SummerSlam. Yeah. So, only time will tell. But uh, yeah. yes, yeah. Hopefully, the uh, NXT UK guys tear down Download Festival. Maybe hopefully. the Download Dog will take a uh, bit of rend or. Oh, that'd be fucking amazing. A tyler driver or something. I was just having to look quickly. Get put in the old Shanklegate. Oh, I've not got it. I did have a list of everyone who was in, who was currently scheduled to appear. Um, if I remember rightly, it's Mustache Mountain, Pete Dunne, Walter, um, Tony Storm, Ray Ripley, uh, Dave Mastiff, and about four others are officially named as going to be there. Well, I hope Dave Mastiff's going to be there because he hasn't actually been on NXT UK TV since the fucking takeover match he had with Eddie Dennis. Hmm. Sure he hasn't. Okay. Eddie Dennis hasn't been on TV since the takeover <laughs> match with Eddie Dennis. Um, he's been in, he's had one promo where he's been talking about when he comes back. But Dave Mastiff has never he was written off TV. He just suddenly stopped appearing. I don't know why. Hmm. And he's like the one guy apart from Walter who's been there. Well, Walter hasn't been there since the start, but Dave Mastiff has. But Dave Mastiff is still undefeated. Still hasn't. They still haven't had him lose to anybody yet. Okay. Um, so it's like, okay, when are you going to start doing something with Mastiff? I'm guessing when there's a heel champion, but you're doing face and face with Walter and Dunn at the moment. Um, so I'm guessing that Mastiff's either going to have to have a heel turn or wait patiently before they put him in the title picture. Which just seems strange to me because he is one of the better performers of the lot. Eddie Dennis is very good. I really enjoyed that match at UK Takeover. I didn't. I, you know, I don't really know a lot of Mastiff's work, and I, I certainly didn't know who Eddie Dennis was, but I enjoyed it. Everything of Eddie Dennis I only know from watching NXT UK. Cool. I just know he's a typical progress guy, like Walter, like Dunn, and British Strong Style. Well, if they're anything Travis to go Banks by. Travis and Jordan Devlin and all that malarkey. They're all on the list for download. Yeah, they would be. The Irish Ace and the Kiwi Bustle. Who, who again had a great false count anyway match on NXT yeah. TV last week? Yeah, well, like I say, <clears throat> a dive out of the audience onto the concrete floor in the first five minutes and finishes with a Spanish fly off the apron through a table. That's a fucking good match. <laughs> no, those weren't the only two spots either. There was shit in between. I imagine. Um, so yeah, cool. I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Hopefully, next time when we join you. Mr. Nick Bartlett will have rejoined us and we can be the uh, three southern jobbers will job again. Um, Hopefully. And yeah, so next time um, you're going to get kind of bombarded um, with stuff because we're going to have to give you two sets of predictions. Yep. Takeover and Mania. Are we going to do those in the same show or separate? Uh, I reckon if we can get the three of us together, I think one show. If not, we'll do try and maybe do a three separate thing. Okay. Ho- hopefully, we won't all say exactly the same fucking um, results. Oh, I meant both time. both both show predictions on the, in the same show. So do both takeover oh, and mania predictions all in the same segment. Oh well, they're bonus episodes, so we'll we'll do them as separates. Okay. <clears throat> then we've actually got to review 
NXT TakeOver. And New York. And fucking WrestleMania. Seven to eight to nine, ten hours, depends how many Superman punches Roman Reigns wants to do, yeah. um, of WrestleMania. That's going to be a long, old weekend, right, Joe? Yeah, I mean, we've got TakeOver's on the Friday. No. No? Oh, is it this time? Yeah, no, it is. It is on the Friday. TakeOver's on the Friday because they've said the Hall of Fame this year is the night before Mania. And I'm presuming Mania's still a Sunday. I would have said so, yes. Yes. Wow. TakeOver's on a Friday night. Yeah. I could actually stay up for that. I know. And then, you know, if you're around the Saturday, we'll we'll record the review of that the Saturday. And then the following night is Mania. Yeah. So, two sets of predictions. Two reviews. Uh, one of which was the biggest show of the year. Um, so, yeah, four shows in total, possibly. Potentially five, depending on how long the Mania one is. We're debating whether cutting it in half or not. Um, and I don't think that a fuckload of stuff is going to happen. In, no, the, in the week immediately following Mania, is it? Well, I mean, we'll probably get a lot of call-ups or some shit on the Raw. We yeah, There's always surprises on the Raw and SmackDown after Mania, but... So we might do a, uh, a bullshit what's going on in the universe yeah, I think any... show as well. Pro- we'll <laughs> so we'll, five. No. Five well, potential episodes in we, the next month. We can, we can do a, a look towards Backlash and what the fuck's happened since Mania in one episode. Okay. That cool. just so, uh, saves everybody a little bit of energy. That is the Zamboni forecast for the uh, upcoming month. This yeah. has been... A Mr. Toby Smash. This has been... The Mark of Zorinar. And this has not been... A Mr. Nick, Nick Bartlett. Bartlett. <laughs> hopefully soon. So yeah, hopefully he'll be back with us next time. Hopefully I'll be back with you next time, because I'm off to the uh, City of Sin this weekend for a week. I love Las Vegas, Nevada. And so, yeah, hopefully I'll be back uh, in time to do all those other shows, if at all. Um, well, let's hope the next one's not just me, then. Yeah, it could just be... <laughs> of could the just three be, of us, I'm the least knowledgeable. Could just come the Toby Smash wrestling oh, podcast. God, that'd be shit. Where he's just going to go, yeah, this How was good. How did Takeover go? Yeah, this was really good, thanks. What about Mania? That, too, was quite good, actually. And the Raw afterwards? That was all right. <laughs> the <laughs> end. There you go. There's a preview. <laughs> <laughs> of the future. Yeah. Of... The Zamboni Wrestling Podcast. Bye.